lights in here. They're, they're really tiny, so they're hard to see. But the only <laughs> reason we knew that is because red octopus have these little eyelashes under their eyes. They're called papillae, and you don't really notice them until you take a closer look. So this guy has them, but giant Pacific octopus don't have them. And this, so this one's an adult. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so that's just okay. We're here with Joanne Park, Education and Volunteer Program Coordinator at the Marine Science and Technology Center, or MAST, which is in uh, 28203 Redondo Beach Drive South in Des Moines, Washington, and it's part of Highline College. So uh, thanks for joining us, Joanne. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, in a nutshell, what is MAST? Um, so the Mass Center is actually part of Highline College, and um, we offer both formal and informal programs here. So the formal part is um, Highline College offers courses here. So there's students that come here and will um, come here on a weekly basis, once or twice a week, um, marine biology, oceanography courses. And so uh, that's kind of the formal part of the Mass Center Um the informal part is that we've got, we work with a lot of different groups, school groups, different organizations, and we partner with them to do field trips here at our center. We do lots of outreach events. Um, sometimes we'll do tours for different groups. Like we have a group tomorrow. Um, we're working with local senior homes and giving them a, a little private tour of our aquarium. So we kind of work with our local community that way. Um, our mission is really just to engage our local community and really just foster the stewardship for our marine environment here so we're just trying to connect people to the Puget Sound and all the all that lives underwater so um, a lot of times um, you know this area here Redondo Beach it's a really popular dive spot but um, there's a lot of people in the community here that aren't divers and so we just want to be able to show them some of the species that are here and so in our aquarium we have almost 300 species uh, um, local species of, of animals that live just around here and so it's it's a really great way for them to connect to the things that are underwater here. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the spot right on the pier is, is quite idyllic. Um, before we hear a little bit more about your, your exciting programs you've been, we've been talking about, um, looking at your office right here, uh, looking south from the pier and everything, it's kind of hard to imagine why you would want to have a position like this, but I think it <laughs> probably goes beyond that. So <laughs> tell us just a little bit about how you got here, uh, where sure. you came from and what brought you to Mass. Yeah, so um, I actually am originally from Southern California. So um, I was born and raised there, um, you know, went to school down there. And um, for a very long time when I was little, I, you know, just like a lot of people, I really wanted to be a marine biologist. And so that was sort of the route that I was pursuing. Um, I was pursuing a career in marine sciences. I wanted to do research. And along the way, that's not um, something that I felt like was a good fit for me. So um, I started becoming really involved with this um, other science center. Um, and I actually worked for and volunteered and did internships and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and then I landed a job with uh, Department of Fish and Wildlife in California. And I worked out of a science center and really got involved with the informal education. So um, I started realizing this is something I'm really passionate about. And so I actually um, started, you know, volunteering for a number of organizations in Southern California, um, you know, nonprofits, government agencies all over just um, teaching field trips and teaching different programs for um, to students and, um, you know, running field trips, doing summer camps, um, all that kind of stuff. And I really, really enjoyed it. And so at some point I realized, you know, I really want to move forward 
forward in my career in this. So I started looking into graduate programs. And so I, um, uh, decided to pursue a master's in informal science education, which is a very specific niche, but I really enjoyed it. So I pursued that and, um, I'm just finishing up this year. And so, um, at some point, my, um, you know, my life just brought me to Washington. And so, um, the job that I initially had when I first moved to Washington wasn't what I wanted to quite be doing. So I was kind of looking around, um, and actually an old coworker had sent me this, uh, position that was posted and I applied and, and I ended up getting it and it was, um, and it's been so much fun. I I've been loving this job. I've only been here for a few months. I'm the newest addition to the team here, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, this is, you know, basically what I want to be doing. I love, um, I'm really passionate about curriculum design for field trips. Um, I, do I do a lot here. So I uh, manage the volunteers here. Um, I'm responsible for our marine mammal stranding network here. Um, and, you know, I help out with different outreach events. And so it's, it's a lot of fun. Everybody wears different hats here, which is, which is normal in this sort of field, but um, it's a lot of fun. And that's kind of, that's kind of my story oh, <laughs> in great. a nutshell. Yeah. So you moved forward and you moved north and uh, yeah. that's, that's really exciting. And, and informal science education, I think, is a really great career path. Um, it's mm -hmm. something that we need so much more of. Now, moving west just slightly, uh, you were earlier telling me about the reef building program that MAST yes. has underway. Mm -hmm. Love to hear more about that. Yeah. So um, there is a project here where we're um, looking to install an artificial reef in Redondo Beach. Um, you know, as I said earlier, Redondo Beach is a very popular dive spot. We get divers here a lot. Um, lots of beginner classes actually do their classes here in Redondo Beach um, just because the access is so great. Um, and, um, there's just a lot to see. Um, there's actually a lot of large debris out there. I believe there's a car out there. There's a ladder, um, all kinds of big trash out there. Um, I'm not as familiar with what is out there cause I haven't dived that area yet, but, um, they are working with multiple different agencies. We're right now going through permitting and paperwork, um, trying to get approval from multiple um, agencies. Um, I know we're working with Department of Natural Resources, Department of Fish and Wildlife, um, and there's a few different levels of approval that we have to go through. Um, and we're just kind of going through this paperwork stage right now. But we're hoping to install an artificial reef um, by early next year. So um, they've got, uh, if you come to the Mass Center, you can actually see all the um, kind of the blueprints of what they plan on doing. There's multiple different um, installations they're going to be putting in. Um, right now, the trash that's out there, it does attract a lot of life, which is great for divers because there's more for them to see. Um, but we're hoping to remove that trash because um, obviously it's not good for that environment. Um, and we're replacing it with a new habitat for that life. So um, hopefully that is something that will be um, actually up and running by next year. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but we're right now we're just kind of in the waiting phases for oh, it. Oh, that's exciting. I look yeah. forward to seeing how that develops. And, uh, one other initiative you're, there's so many things going on here, but one other initiative I thought I'd ask you about it. If you could give us your time for that is, um, this idea of building a network of marine scientists and educators around the area and, 
this example of the reef is something that I think is fairly distinct and unique to what you're doing, and mm -hmm. I think others are doing fairly unique things, yet you have that shared common set of goals. Um, what is that about as far as thinking about this, this uh, network of, 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 of folks? Yeah, so um, the Mass Center offers a lot of unique programs. Um, you know, one thing I forgot to mention earlier is we do run citizen science programs here. So we do... Um, uh, we collect data for nudibrinchs. So our aquarium is actually an open system. So we're actually pulling water straight from the Puget Sound just outside our aquarium. And um, that attracts a lot of little critters to, you know, go in through some of our tanks. So we actually have a team of volunteers that go through each of our tanks with a flashlight and a data sheet, and they will actually identify nudibrinchs and um, count how many there are, and it goes into a database. And we've been doing that for a few years now. And actually, we've got some really great research posters on it um, and have presented at a few conferences for that. Uh, we also do jelly, jelly aquaculture here. So we have um, lines, main jelly jellies, egg yolk jellies, and moon jellies, and we've got um, anywhere between 3,000 to 5,000, or I'm sorry, 3,000 to 10,000 jellies at any one time here, um, and we've got a really great uh, team of volunteers that help maintain uh, those jellies as well. Um, so that's just some of the programs that we offer and some of the volunteer opportunities that we have. Um, we also have a great staff here that do some great skeleton articulation. Uh, because we're part of the Marine Mammal Stranding Network, we get um, access to any you know seals, sea lions, whales that may have stranded on a beach local to us. And if a local agency like NOAA or Fish and Wildlife don't want these animals, um, we are able to take those animals in. We can um, you know flense the animal, which means just to take the flesh off the bones, and we'll um, you know put it in an area where there's um, where it can decompose completely and then um, we've got staff here that know how to put that entire skeleton together and actually every skeleton we have we've got lots of skeletons hanging in our gallery all of those were put together by our team so um, that's kind of something really unique that we offer and we really want to be able to offer that as a um, and just be able to share resources with other centers that are very similar to us. And, and there are a lot of um, small community marine science centers um, around the Puget Sound um, and, you know, and further out, you know. But we're really hoping to collaborate with other groups, um, learn from each other, share resources for each other. You know, just recently we loaned out a skeleton of a harbor seal to um, someone in Olympia. And so they wanted to use it for their education program, so they're borrowing it short term and, you know, using it for educational purposes. And, and a lot of centers just might not have access to that, whether it's um, they don't have the funding for it or they may not, um, you know, know anybody local to them that might even offer something like that. And so we really want to be um, able to share those sorts of resources with each other, um, you know, learn how one person, you know, one institution might do volunteer programs and education programs a little differently. How can we learn from each other? How can we complement each other? Um, so um, this is kind of a group that we're just starting up. We just sent out surveys to um, all the education directors at those facilities and, um, you know, see how much interest we're going to get and kind of move forward from there. Um, you know, there's also lots of special events coming up. Like we have Coastal Cleanup Day coming up in September. That's actually an international Coastal Cleanup Day. So um, 
those sorts of events, we'd love to be able to collaborate with other groups like that that are similar to us, see how they run things, um, see how we can offer if maybe, you know, we can offer volunteers to them or if we can send a team down there to help with jelly aquaculture, you know, so different things like that. We just want to be able to collaborate with other groups and um, really be a resource and then also see if we can benefit from each other too. I think that's yeah. a great idea, and I know you're still trying to decide, based for those surveys on scope, if it's going to be regional to Puget Sound or the whole Salish Sea. So yeah. I'm sure there's issues with, with extending up to Canada and opportunities as well. Right, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're hoping to um, – we're going to start small for now and then see mm-hmm. kind of where it expands to, but it's just in the very early stages of this group. But we're hoping to um, really expand and, and get lots of feedback and – um, hopefully we can get this up and running by next year also. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. So if folks want to visit, I believe it's Saturday and Thursday hours. What are, what are your visiting hours? Yeah, so we are open to the public year-round Saturdays from 10 to 2, and they're called Discovery Days. Um, we do have different events that happen. We have um, lecture series and live dive events where our divers will go out and they'll talk to people on the surface, and we can communicate with each other. It's a really fun event. Um, and then we've got volunteer orientations as well. Uh, for those interested in volunteer opportunities. Our summer hours, we also add Thursdays, 4 to 7 p.m. So um, that's just from June to August. Um, But Saturday, we are open year-round every Saturday, 10 to 2. That's great. Thanks Mm -hmm. so much, Joanne. And thanks for telling us about Mass today. And thanks for all you do to steward public lands, waters, and wildlife. And best of luck with your upcoming summer. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.